I'm a man. This is our first podcast of the semester. Um, so we're just going to start by introducing ourselves and kind of what we're going to be talking about that semester. Um, so to begin, like I said, my name's Amanda. Um, I am a junior here at SUU. Um, I'm double majoring in communication and English. Um, and right now I'm working at the journal as the section editor for life. What about you, a man? Yes, I'm I'm the man, a man, and, uh, and not the man, a man. Just a man. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say I'm the man, but I don't know if that's backed by any evidence. Um, but there's some manly qualities about me. I mean, I'm nine months into my year-long beard or yeared for uh, those lacking the terminology. Um, I am the section editor for the outdoors uh, section at the journal, um, and I'm a junior. Uh, communication major with an emphasis in media studies minor in hospitality so a little bit of a mix there but uh i i i have to say kudos to you for the english major because i mean i like writing but i don't like writing that much yeah i'm taking three english classes this semester and um i'm reading two plays every week and then two short stories every week, and I have to write responses on all of them. Okay, I was gonna ask, just reading, or <laughs> you have to? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of reading them. and responsing. Re- not responsing, that's not a word. Responding, as the English majors would say. <laughs> <laughs> responsing. I'm English good. Response to fancy um, words. So, the main focus for Amanda and a man is going to be talking about pop culture and kind of what's going on in our campus lives, um, the things that we enjoy, things that help keep us sane during college. Um, so as far as what background I have with pop culture, um, I am also minoring in film and that's kind of like the direction that I want to head. Um, so I've been making movies and watching movies for quite a long time. Definitely. I've been watching movies longer than I've been making them. <laughs> um, but I do that a lot. And um, a man here has also got some experience with that. Yeah, no, the man, uh, the man, he's a, he's a movie quoter for sure. I'm speaking of myself in, in the uh, first person now. Um, no, I, I have always watched movies and it's like, it's frustrating because I have my, I have my one friend, his name's Layton, and he's the only person who like can get me on every reference because there's so many perfect opportunities to quote a movie. Yeah. And then it's just, it's so frustrating when it's lost and everybody in the group. And I'm like, I always think I'm like, if just Leighton was here, he would laugh so hard at my know. joke. <laughs> It'd be really funny. Um, but yeah, I've been making film, like amateur films, obviously, since I was probably in middle school, just with my friends messing around. Um, yeah, not other to than that, I don't know if, my, if this counts as credibility. Yeah. Uh, just a full-time Facebook scroller. (laughs) (laughs) I'm up on the memes and whatnot. And not to self-promote ourselves, but uh, check out 10 Bags. (laughs) That's right. Starring a man here. We're not going to reveal his identity, but uh, that's true. You are an extra, but you're a secondary character. It's pretty. don't, here's the thing. You have to exit the video before the credits come on (laughs) or or you will know my identity. you'll know his identity. So don't don't be doing that. that. Can't have that. But yeah, that was a that was a good movie. That it really is. Third it's third place, um, wasn't it? Yeah, we got third place at a film festival. So thank you, John Smith. 
our Lord and Savior. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrilege. Sorry. Okay. Um, you want to say anything else about yourself, a man? Um, on to our activities? Yeah, I'll just say I'm a uh, full-time dew drinker as well. Uh, Mountain Dew. I'm sorry, a dew, a Mountain Dew. All right. Mountain Dew. Dew drinker. <laughs> okay, I, I average about 50 ounces a day. Some say I'm addicted. 50 ounces? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my gosh. I mean... Is it coursing in your veins at this point? Pretty much. I'm pretty much, like, totally, like, uh, tolerant to it. Like, I, I don't get caffeine rushes. That's not I don't get, good. I also don't get crashes, though, because I, I did quit soda for, like, six months for... Uh, that was like the longest I've been without drinking any soda. Holy I didn't have any withdrawals, but I mean, I was pretty much growing up drinking Mountain Dew. I was raised on it. I have a video from when I was about maybe a little under two years old and just downing a bottle of it. So oh my, okay. PSA to our listeners, drink water, friends. There's water in Mountain Dew. It's the first ingredient. Oh, <laughs> just saying. Followed by sugar. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's something that most people know about me. In fact, I'm wearing a Mountain Dew t-shirt yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, you can't see it, but I do have it on. My catchphrases are, uh, I usually say, let's bounce every time mm-hmm. I'm ready to go somewhere with whoever I'm around. Sometimes I say it to myself when I'm by myself. So there's that. And on, uh, man. Let's bounce. In, in reference to pop culture... Anytime somebody doesn't get like my movie reference or, or something that like if I say, have you ever seen this movie? And they're like, no, I've never seen it. Sometimes I come a troglodyte. A troglodyte. a troglodyte. Is that a Star Wars thing? No, no. A troglodyte is formerly like a nomad or like a Neanderthal, oh. someone who lives under a rock. <laughs> a real thing. Pretty much. <laughs> I do it to insult their intelligence, but uh-huh. you know, that's kind of uh, my go-to insult. Um, yeah. So I, let's, let's move on to uh, right. a little bit about you yeah amanda some fun facts about amanda um i say smoothies instead of smoothies because <laughs> I, I nannied this family a couple summers ago and their five-year-old would call them she'd be like can we make a smoothie and i was like what the heck is a smoothie <laughs> and now i can't stop saying it um i sing a lot of common phrases just like thanks to myself uh the one that most people know <laughs> i do it a lot uh is when i pick up my birth control from the pharmacy i say free birth control <laughs> <laughs> although sometimes my birth control randomly costs like two dollars and so i can't sing the song then you know then it's so you say, two dollar control <laughs> yeah my roommate and i we have a harmony down so what she always has heck? to come with me to get the prescription so we can sing it you know i don't know so that's if funny. i sing things that i should be saying that's why um yeah i mean that's pretty much it i have a note in my phone like a you know thing on the note app for when i want to remember things and there are some weird things in there but do you remember to check the note app yes okay i do there are some things that i have no idea what i meant when i wrote it down like in a in a just a hurried frenzy you scrawled out something yeah yeah um the one that i really puzzle over it just says so a lot of times it'll be like movie idea or like a dream i had you know um, or quotes from my friends, but this just says memories, <laughs> and I have no idea. No, wait, wait. What that memories? Means. No, no. <laughs> mammary. Memories. As in, like the mammary gland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Did you mean to write memories, memories and accidentally just misspelled all it? Alone in the moonlight. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So um, Amanda and I have 
prepared. It's you know it's really hard saying a man and I because I want to no. say Amanda, so it's gonna take us a minute. But uh, we've prepared some dramatic readings of um, some songs that we enjoy that we thought would be funny. You know, kind of start us getting us into this pop culture, get a taste of what Amanda and a man are all about. You want to start? Uh, yeah, to sure. Do? I'll go ahead and start. Right. Got mine pulled up. Uh, you know what? Don't. Oh, I was just going to say, don't give me the title and don't I'll try to title. guess oh, it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it's fine. I didn't see it. It's fine. It's fine. Well, so this is a song I actually, uh, in 2017, which would have been my second semester of school, yeah, we had, there was a lip sync competition and uh, my roommates and I entered that lip sync competition with this song and we we dressed up and did the whole, you know, had the whole uh, sure. skit lined out. It was, it was super good. We actually won that lip sync competition. So wow. this Incredible. is an award winner. Right here. All right, I'm ready. Um, and it's a little bit long, but it's super funny. So we'll, we'll go through it. Here I'm we ready. go. Fat and docile, big and dumb. <laughs> they look so stupid. They aren't much fun. Cows aren't fun. They eat to grow, grow to die, die to be et at the hamburger fry. <laughs> oh, no. Cows well done. Nobody thunk it. Nobody knew. No one imagined the great cow guru. Cows are one. He hid in the forest, read books with great zeal. He loved Che Guevara, a revolutionary veal. <laughs> Cow say tongue. He spoke about justice, but nobody stirred. He felt like an outcast, alone in the herd. Cow doldrums. He mooed, we must fight, escape or we'll die. Cows gathered around because the stakes were so high. Uh. Bad cow pun. <laughs> but then he was captured, stuffed into a crate, loaded onto a truck where he rode to his fate cows are bummed he was a scrawny calf who looked rather woozy no one suspected he was packing an oozy cows with guns they came with a needle to stick in his thigh he kicked for the groin he pissed in their eye cow well hung knocked over a tractor and ran for the door six gallons of gas flowed out on the floor run cows run he picked up a bullhorn and jumped up on the hay we are free roving bovines we run free today we will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. They crashed the gate in a great stampede, tipped over a milk truck, torched all the feed. Cows have fun. Sixty police cars were piled in a heap, covered in cow pies, covered up deep. Much cow dung. Black smoke rising, darkening the day, twelve Bernie McDonald's. Have it your way. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. The president said, enough is enough. These uppid cattle, it's time to get tough. Cow dung flung. The newspapers gloated. Folks sighed with relief. Tomorrow at noon, they would all be ground beef. Cows on buns. The cows were surrounded. They waited and prayed. They mooed their last moves. They chewed their last hay. Cows outgunned. Oh, no. The order was given to turn cows to whoppers, enforced by the might of 10,000 coppers. But on the horizon, surrounding the shoppers, came the deafening roar of chickens in choppers. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. Thank you. Thank you. So here's my question. What does that song sound like? Um, it actually <laughs> sounds a lot like me talking it because most of the... <laughs> <Did> uh, you, <laughs> is this a secret song it, it that you've written? Well, so no, no, no. So this is, I don't know. This is just a song 
one like my brothers had on one of their like CDs that they ripped, you know, because they were, you know, there's kind of an age gap. So they, they I mean, they all yeah. were, grew up in the 90s. So they, they ripped a CD and the song was on there and I listened to it all the time. Wow. Um, so during like the, the, so the chorus part is the only part that's sung. But if you imagine there's a little bit of like a Spanish guitar in the background, you know, so there's a little bit of Spanish guitar. Um, it's like, a, I think like a G7 chorus, something like that. So it's like, and then it sings it. But anyway, so he just basically speaks it just like I did. And then during the, the course part, he's like, we will fight for bovine freedom. And then there's like a little Spanish trumpet. Wow. But it was pretty good. I had for the skit, I had cow costumes for my three friends. And then I had like a bolero outfit. So I was like a matador. So yeah. I had, like a, had a sombrero on and like a little bolero jacket and some gator skin cockroach kicker boots and stuff like that's that that's awesome so it was pretty good that's great well my song doesn't have any kind of cool background i just thought it'd be funny <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's go for it i like funny uh, i bet you can guess if you don't already know i'm sure you can guess it also i'm not going to do the full song because it is fairly repetitive and at some point saying my hump <laughs> you know <laughs> 60 times <laughs> all right um <clears throat> here we go though what you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk? I'm a get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. <laughs> my hump, 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 my lovely little lumps. Check it out. <laughs> I met a girl down at the disco. She said, hey, 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 yeah, let's go. I could be a baby, you could be my honey. Let's spend time, not money, and mix your milk with my cocoa puff. Milky, milky cocoa. <laughs> oh <laughs> mix my gosh. your milk with my cocoa puff. Milky, milky, right. <laughs> and move oh my, my hump. My <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This will make the final cut. My hump, my hump, my hump, my hump. My hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump. My lovely lady lumps. My lovely lady lumps. My lovely lady lumps. <laughs> When during the the hump part, I just keep I like I think of like this old like Russian babushka who's like my hump, my hump, my hump. Yeah, I need to go to a hospital. Quasimodo. Something oh, like that. that would be an incredible music video, like Quasimodo <laughs> dancing to my humps. <laughs> is that messed up? Disney's okay. already being just totally thrashed with all the remakes already can That's we can we spare <laughs> <laughs> what does it <laughs> we don't need to change the whole plot of the film just you know like a five minute video of quasimodo you know <laughs> twerking it out with uh esmeralda go. i don't know i actually haven't ever seen the hunchback of Notre Dame. what no it was like it's just one of those movies i just didn't ever really look that interesting to me i mean Ooh. i have it back home like on VHS, and like the plastic case yeah, yeah. thing. Ugh. Classic. I got. You like can like whole... sell those for money now. Well, it's what people say. Like I read on, there, somebody posted this thing about how like if it's got like the little black diamond, like the Disney classic yeah. black diamond on it, then it's worth even more. Whatever. Huh. And I'm like, if that's the case, like I need to raid my grandma's. You know. Yeah, I have like hundreds of those in my parents' home. I've got tons, yeah. but I don't know. I'm like, why did? is just a collectible thing i guess maybe yeah obviously nobody's gonna be watching vhs anymore huh all right so to move on we're gonna focus on movies now um so a man and i have each prepared a movie trailer that the other one has not seen 
Um, and we will be watching it and reviewing it as we watch it and then discussing it afterwards. Um, so we can start with mine. Um, this is a trailer for Jojo Rabbit. It's coming out uh, October 18th, I want to say. Um, it's directed by Taika Waititi, who is one of my favorite directors ever. I freaking love him. Um, he's directed Thor Ragnarok. That's the big thing he's done. Um, but What We Do in the Shadows, Hunt for the Wilder People, Eagle vs. Shark. He does a lot more indie stuff. Um, but he's going to be directing the next Thor movie as well, which nice. should be awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll go ahead and watch this. And you just you give me your thoughts, man. Okay. Will do. Do we want to watch this? We can... Let's pause this. Yeah. Here's Marshall Jojo. You're a top man. Prepare to leave the house. Today you boys will be involved in such activities as war games, <laughs> ambush techniques, and blowing stuff up. I don't think I can do this. Was? Of course you can. Abadam comes to... When I was your age, I had an imaginary friend. Got me in so much trouble. Kids, it's time to burn some books! Yeah! You're growing up too fast. Ten-year-olds shouldn't be celebrating war and talking politics. Hey, Hitler. I wish more of our young boys had your blind fanaticism. <laughs> Did you know Jews can read each other's minds? But how would you know if you saw one? look just like us. Hi. You know what I am? Sid. A Jew. Gesundheit. Sheesh. That was intense. What am I going to do? No idea. Got it. I've Must negotiated. Burn down the house and blame Winston Churchill. Or negotiate. If I tell on you, you'll be in big trouble. They'll never win. Love is the strongest thing in the world. Your mother took me in. She's kind. She treats me like a person. You two seem to be getting on well. She doesn't seem like a bad person. I'm the enemy. You're not a Nazi. Jojo, you're a 10-year-old kid who likes dressing up in a funny uniform and wants to be part of a club. God. Nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah, I know. It's definitely not a good time to be a Nazi. Wow, that was... Don't overpay on think? Amazon. That was pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I mean, the title throws me off. From, so my first thoughts are, why is it called Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. So, because I'm like, what is this going to be? I'm thinking... I don't really know what I thought originally when you said oh, I'm gonna we're gonna do the trailer for Jojo Rabbit. I'm like, is that gonna be like it's like a movie about a rabbit? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But so I love that like the Hitler youth, you know yeah, that whole the satire. About yeah, that Hitler. whole idea. It's and, gotten a lot of controversy already. People are already kind of like, what? <laughs> it's well, isn't of okay. course it will because yeah. it's like you're gonna portray a Nazi. You know, it's like it's kind of a humorous take on Nazis, which. Yeah. Nobody's really going to – a lot of people are going to have 
problems with that because they're like, oh, you need to take that seriously. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. I mean, have you seen Inglorious Bastards? That's like right. a total, yeah. you know, Quentin Tarantino. That yeah. was a hilarious take on it. But also excited for the actors in there. Rebel Wilson, she looks really, like she's going to be really funny. Mm-hmm. And then Scarlett Johansson's in there. Scarlett Johansson. Um, and uh, Taika Waititi is the one who plays Hitler. Oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah. I did so, not even recognize it. Yeah, so he wrote it, directed it. And oh, <laughs> wow. Hitler, which is why his accent sounds like not exactly right because it's like... Because he's <laughs> kind of like New, New Zealand and yeah. also German. Trying not kind to give of. off that. Uh, what's his bucket from um, Ragnarok? The rock guy. What's his name again? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Korg? Korg, yeah. Is that what it is? I think it's Korg, isn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Korg. I don't know. It's like. Piss off, uh, ghost. Yeah, <laughs> <That> mixed <guy>. <laughs> <did>. <laughs> yeah, Try yeah. to start a revolution, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. That's I'm awesome. I'm super stoked for it. So that comes out when? I want to say October 18th. Um, I'm hoping we'll actually get it here in Cedar since it's kind of a more indie thing. But Yeah, I mean, it looks like a film that would do well, like in the United States. I went and saw um, Ready or Not last night. Okay. um, And they showed a trailer for it. So There you go. Yeah, quick tangent about Ready or Not. Wasn't great. Didn't love it. I was really excited to enjoy it, but uh, yeah. That's too bad. It wasn't awesome. I just, me and my wife, we went to, uh, out to Fiddler's uh-huh. and, uh, went to the $2 Tuesday and we nice. saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. Did you like it? I did. I did. It's fine if you didn't. I didn't like it very much. So. It, 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 <laughs> I, I'm not saying like, it's not my favorite Tarantino movie. And I mean, it was, there were some parts I just was like really lost. Yo, at. it was boring. It was like, pretty slow. It was pretty slowly paced. Nothing happened like for like m- two thirds of the movie. And that last scene exactly. was almost like that was worth me watching the whole movie. You know, that last right, scene was so right amazing. At the end. Would I ever sit down and watch that three hour movie again? Heck no. <laughs> it was <laughs> really not. slow. And every time you thought it was going to escalate, oh my it just kind of like, yeah, the, uh, yeah. It de-escalated. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're thinking, oh, s- something's going to happen here. And then it was just like, oh, no, JK. Yeah. I will say this, though. I thought that um, Leo and Brad Pitt were, those were, they were phenomenal. Like, I thought that that's one of my favorite Brad Pitt roles I've ever seen. It was a good combo. I did like him. And yeah, I, I like Brad Pitt a lot. Yeah. You I know, thought they were character. really great. Um, but I also felt like if you're not aware of what happened with Charles Manson and you don't know the real people involved, like probably gonna be pretty lost <laughs> yes for sure you know? i mean my wife she was just like she's like who's that who's that because i'm like i was like oh that's that's bruce lee yeah. and she's like wait it, really that real bruce lee i'm like no well no the real bruce lee's dead yeah exactly but then, so but the steve mcqueen he looked exactly yeah. like steve mcqueen yeah that was really impressive yeah well and what an awesome like, concept really to have like fictional characters uh, I don't want to spoil the end of the movie, but like fictional characters involved in something that actually happened that would change everyone's fate, you know? So exactly. Really great concept. Uh, a lot of people, I guess if you're a diehard Tarantino fan, which I'm not, um, you'd probably like it more. The feet, man. All the feet. You know about that? Tarantino f- has a foot fetish. Did yeah, you know there's that? a lot of shots. Of, <laughs> so there is a lot of shots of feet. Many feet. If you're triggered by feet, don't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> or do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on which kind of triggered it uh, is, you know? Yeah, I know. That, that was, that. yeah, I do remember it. It's like there's all these shots of walking and, and feet. And I'm like, okay. Blech. Is that Icky. <laughs> icky, icky, gross and sticky. Feet on the dash. Yeah, did not enjoy that. Gross. All right. Anyway. Let's check out cool. your trailer. All right, so the trailer I'm going to be showing Amanda, the man, a man showing Amanda, 
is the trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine, and this is the second trailer. There's this is the trailer number two, so it's the most recent one that's come out. All right. And we're gonna watch it right now. So there you go. All right. So here's my thing. I'm not a big Star Wars person, but that got me pretty stoked. Yeah, there's there's some exciting little teasers in there. Um, just in in the sense of so it's, it's like there's a lot of buildup. Yeah. Know, there's not a lot of talking. There's a yeah. lot of what 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 we heard with the music. What we saw is there's a lot of sequences from the old film. So like the original trilogy yeah. with Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> the the heartthrob of the seventies uh-huh. and eighties. Yes. Um, so lots of lots of sequences from the original trilogy, and then it kind of segued into the prequel trilogy. You saw some clips from that, like uh, you know, young Anakin Skywalker, and then his kind of rise to Darth Vader and the Emperor, and then some of the the actual movie that we'll be seeing in December. And there was some, you know, there were some moments where you see Ray and she's got her lightsaber. And you know you see C three PO with red eyes, which I don't know if you noticed that. I did very, not, but that sounds. It's a very subtle, like yeah, it's one Is of those things where we take away from trailers. Like, what does that mean? Like, we see C three PO. He like rises up from what looks like like a mechanical workshop table. Yeah. And he's got like red lenses in his eyes as comparative to his normal Uh-oh. clear colored lenses. So that's probably no bueno. It, red is usually a dark side color, yeah. as we know. And then at the very end, we see Ray, and she's got a red lightsaber, and she's got a black hood. You know, and so it's like, is she going to turn to the dark side? Like, is that just like... Oh, I didn't even think about any of these it, things. It's going to be hard. I, my, th- <laughs> let me go over my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Ray with that little double lightsaber thingy and I was like, well, that's cool. And then it flipped out into like a long staff. I was like, what the... <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like, oh, cool lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. Color, 
had no play in my mind, but that's awesome. That's really interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping. So I I really liked the Last Jedi, which was the last film they released. That was mm-hmm. Episode Eight. I saw that. I like that film. My wife Maddie does not like that, and we just watched it the other day, and she was complaining about it the whole time. She's like, "They just build you up, and then they like let you because all of the trailer, um, in the trailer for the Last Jedi, what they did is like they had a lot, like, a lot of these really crucial scenes. It looks like you yeah. got Ray handing Luke back his old lightsaber, and he's found it. You see, like, um, it looks like uh, Ben Solo or Kylo Ren is gonna kill <gasps> Princess Leia, right? It's like yeah. that's his mother, and it looks like oh, they're gonna take him out. So all these big pivotal moments here, you think, oh, this is going to change everything. In the actual movie, it was, again, kind of like just totally downplayed or dismissed. Okay. You know, and, so, and that's kind of her argument is that like, oh, they dismiss a lot of the buildup from the trailers that fans speculate about, um, which it's, it is speculation. So you can't really yeah. be upset about it. But anyway, the audience has its rights to, you know, think whatever they want. But I'm hoping it doesn't do that. I hope what we see is kind of does give you more of a inkling into what the movie will be like. And yeah. not just like, kind of trick you into thinking some. So way. is this the last movie that they're planning on doing in like this so story? So in, in this canon, it is. So it's okay. episode nine. This will be the last episode. But then they're probably going to keep doing like, like solo and you know right. different they, like. They'll have like us. They have what's called a Star Wars story. Gotcha. So they've got. So they're coming out. I believe I read just recently that they've confirmed that they're going to make a Obi Wan Kenobi. Star Wars Dope. story, Dope. so that's going to be a, a a single, a standalone film, and then with the new Disney Plus, they're going to be streaming a new series called The Mandalorian. Yes, I've seen that. I don't know what it means, but I saw it and recognized yeah. it. So it's super cool. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. I don't know if I'm going to get Disney Plus, but I think I might have to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because I love for Marvel sure. and it's Star Wars, over the world. and yeah, they're taking over everybody. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's kind of they're they're everybody's doing their own phase of like we're like diverging from like the movies into like the okay. series you know just kind of like how marvel's doing yeah. it's like we're gonna have this loki the series. loki series yo i'm so pumped i mean i i say that will i actually watch it i don't know but i just yeah, love loki I'm like will i watch it i don't know <laughs> i again i as i'm scrolling through facebook i see this thing that says like this one newspaper was like Disney is now lowering its monthly subscription to four dollars a month for three years, and I'm like, oh, that's freaking. You gotta do that. Like, you can't not do at it at that point. Yeah. But I don't know what they're gonna jump to after that. You know, yeah. it might just be to get your, you know, sell you their sure. your soul or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's kind of how I feel like Disney's sell going. Your soul and I'm you'll like, get to watch Star they, Wars. They're 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 in everything, dude. Yes. The Disney next reels. thing you know they're gonna. Buy it up the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. My thing with Star Wars, like, I'm the odd one out. Like, my whole family's really into it. You know, all of my uncles, my dad, my brother, like, they were all into it as kids. Um, and I crazy respect it. Like, I think it did really important things for cinema and for film history. Um, and, like, not going to lie. Like I said, like, that trailer, like, hypes me up. Like, seeing um, – what was the f- – the first the episode seven what was the name of that the force awakens <laughs> force uh, awakens yes uh sorry i had to do the math in the, my head the newest the newest the, the newest first trilogy. of the newest yes. yes um seeing force awakens on like opening night i don't know why i went i think my family wanted to go um but like that was an event like oh, i yeah. didn't care that much about it but seeing how much everyone else cared was so awesome like for me film just unites people and brings people together and i love that yeah. like 
that is one of my favorite things about seeing movies um, and big groups of people in the theater. It's yeah, it's, it's it's we've gotten to the point where it's like it's so nostalgic that like everybody enjoys it. Like your yeah. you know your parents they they enjoy it because it's like oh we remember going to see high school you know or uh, in high school going to see Star Wars. <laughs> so you're gonna say like, we remember ch- going to see High School Musical and <laughs> no. I was like what? <laughs> uh, yeah, like my dad I think let's see Star Wars Episode One debuted or premiered in '77. He was class of '76, so it's yeah. like. You would have just graduated high school right. seeing that. And then it's like for us to also experience an, a premiere of a Star Wars movie yeah, in our lifetime. Big deal. You know, it's like how long it's lasted is a feat in of itself. But like you said, a lot of revolutionizing in the industry in terms yeah. of like the creation of industrial light and magic yeah. and, and uh, special effects mm-hmm. and just kind of pioneering in, in that era. It's uh, It's awesome. So I'm a big Star Wars geek. That's probably that's my second favorite film franchise of What's all time. What's your first? Uh, well. Is it going to be Marvel? Actually, I'm going to rephrase that. It is tied for my favorite. It is tied for my favorite because I, I, I really, it's really hard for me to like separate the two. What? I'll say Star Wars is my first love. It was my first love. <laughs> okay. But. It goes Star Wars and then your wife. And then. <laughs> well, it's one of our connecting things about how we relate to each oh, other. But good. Lord of the Rings is is oh, tied. High five, like, a man! Lord it, of the Rings. I didn't Ooh. discover it until a little bit later. Probably went till, not till I was like eight or nine. I yeah. didn't start watching Lord of the Rings. But ever since then, I'm like, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's listen. Just, it's we got to do. We got to have a whole week. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> that's we're, a thing. That'll be another podcast. We'll the, talk yeah, about that'll that. be a separate time. We don't want to get Lord started, but. And, uh, yeah, dude. I went to Hobbiton this summer. I know. I was so jealous. I cried. It was amazing. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we can move on. That'll be a different, different podcast. Um, so really fast, just to kind of, before we wrap up, um, we have a lot of freshmen this year. Like, this is the biggest incoming class we've had so far, right? That's right. Yeah. For, yeah. for the past three years, each consecutive class has been bigger than the last. Yeah. So Crazy. Um, so like we just... 100 students. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So as juniors, as old folks... I mean, a man is more experienced Come, than I am, up, I coming suppose. Coming up on my, the end here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, we just kind of want to talk about, like, um, how to pace out a semester, kind of what to expect as a freshman, um, getting used to that life of, you know, you have this weird sense of freedom where, like, you get all of the uh, – the freedom of being an 18-year-old, but not all of the responsibility of being an adult yet. It's freaking awesome. Uh, not to bag on a man here because he's married and I'm sure that's awesome, but that's why <laughs> getting married awesome. when I'm this young freaks me out a little bit because it's like, this is a cool time in my life. You know, you want to do it right. Again, you you not saying that getting married is doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just for me personally. Well, timing's everything. I, yeah. I definitely would not have gotten married when I was 18. I didn't start. So, I mean, like much of our... You know, in, in terms of demographics here at SUU, we've got a, a large percentage of uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. So there's a lot of returned missionaries that come here, yep. and I'm one of them. So I didn't start college until I was 20. Um, so I wasn't a, a traditional oh, okay. freshman coming right. in after high school, 18 years old. So I was a little bit older. Gotcha. And so, like, I'm 23 now, and I've been married for just about nine months. Um, so oh. it was a good timing. but. I yeah. still had to have that first year. Yeah. Like, I really did appreciate For just being sure. able to, like, be a bachelor. Still went on dates, had fun, yeah. met new people, uh, hung out. Like, me and my roommate, all my roommates were from, like, my best friends from high school. We had our own house together. That's it awesome. It was, like, it was the most legit setup ever. And That's awesome. And we were at everything. I mean, like, you, any any uh, event there was on campus, we would be there, especially if there was food. And Dude, that's a huge tip freshmen. I have for freshmen. Yeah, freshmen. Bread and soup night? 
bread and soup night has changed my life a little bit it's only <laughs> one night out of the month i look forward to it every month uh basically what you do is you bring a can of food to donate to uh the food pantry and then you pay a dollar and you get listen closely unlimited do you know what that means there is no limit to how much soup and no bread and dessert you can have i mean i'm sure eventually they would run out but i've never had that back. problem you yeah, can just I've keep going soup bread the carbs you need those carbs you do. and dessert you do. and you get entertainment i've seen lip sync battles before uh i've seen dancers sometimes they have children show up yeah it's it's, it's, awesome. it's a community thing too it's yeah. not just exclusively for uh no, it for is students dope. on campus so there's there's some cool people my acapella club i was in the acapella club for a year nice. we performed at bread and soup night a couple different <laughs> times so it, it's pretty fun um yeah bread and soup night huge and then i mean there's just always throughout each semester there's going to be a ton of uh events or, or happenings where there's gonna yeah. be food you're going to see um like during when uh nearing the end of semester when it's time to register for your next semester classes they're going to have set up like these big booths full of pizza and you're gonna have aces yeah. there and they're gonna say we're gonna help you register my roommates when we went to that we took home like five boxes of pizza yeah because <laughs> we just stayed around until everybody was gone and then we're like hey, can we have this pizza? And they're like, dude, yes, please. Get and it off sometimes, sometimes SEU does that thing where they get like the extra bread from Lynn's or something. Right, and right, right, And it's like right. from the bakery and they literally just have tables in the hallway with free bakery items. Like yeah. I've taken home entire loaves of bread or like boxes of cookies. Right. And yeah, it's awesome. You can't do this once you graduate college, guys. I know. There's once there's some great things. take food from Lynn's without paying for it, that's just called stealing. <laughs> it's called, uh, <laughs> theft, theft. <laughs> yeah. so that's that's one big thing you need to know is that if you keep your ears open you're gonna see a lot of and hear about a lot of events where there's yeah. gonna be free food and that saves you a bundle um, especially if you're still looking for a job um, and that kind of leads us to another thing there's a job fair coming up uh, tomorrow yeah and it's from what is it 11 to 5 What's the when's job fair? Let's look Hold it up real on. quick. I'll, yeah, I'll Google. A man it. is going to look it up. Uh, <laughs> a man is going to tell you about it. So the job fair is a really a smart thing to go to, um, just because even if you maybe already have a job, you can still go and then network and and see what's available. Because I I've changed jobs a lot in Cedar City. Like I've had this is uh, I'm in my third on campus job. So I started out as a janitor mm -hmm. and then I worked for the IIC, which I went to the career fair and that's how I got that job is they were, they had a booth there and um, they hooked me on that. And that was a great job. And, and so, and now we're in the university journal, but this is a great opportunity to meet professionals, um, to network and also straight up just like get hooked up with a job. So yeah. they invite you to dress uh, for or business, business mm -hmm. attire, bring your resume, um, workshop that a little bit make sure it's looking good and then go out to the job fair and see what's available yeah and it is um so it's in the ballroom here in the student center from 10 to 2 so you got a pretty big window of opportunity um they also recommend bringing some resumes with you you know you might as well advertise yourself hand out what you got um and yeah like a man was saying uh dress nicely because you're gonna be meeting potential uh employers Th thank you it's like you know <laughs> the ones who hire employees what are they called <laughs> recruiters yes. employers um yeah and so that's that's a good resource um handshake is also associated with it it's sponsored by handshake that's the on-campus cool. resource for finding jobs um and that's located just upstairs the second level of the rotunda i believe is where yeah the handshake i offices think so. are. um 
And then all this information that we're presenting to you is also can be found on seu.edu if you just go there and search. Yeah. Um, super easy to find. Um, and so those are some of the great resources. Yeah, speaking of Canvas resources, um, we just published an article about what I consider to be the best resources, the most helpful resources for me here on campus. Um, so you should give that a read. But just as a recap, um, we talked about CAPS, which is the Counseling and Psychological Services here on campus. Um, it's awesome. It's free. Uh, there is a limit to how many sessions you can have, but like it's quite a few, you know. Um, you can also do different types of therapy there. So you could do individual or you could do like group or uh, biofeedback. Anyway, they have a ton of options and people shouldn't be so, there shouldn't be this big stigma around it because it's a really awesome resource. Um, I guess I don't use this that often because I am white, but um, <laughs> the Diversity and Inclusion Center is really, really awesome. They've got some awesome events going on and they've got clubs and also it's just a cool place to hang out. Like I always see people and they're having a fun time. Yes. Um, the Wellness Center is also here in the Student Center. Wellness Center is dope. Um, I didn't know this, but they also have programs for like uh, recovering alcoholics or people who mm-hmm. might be addicted to smoking. Like they help you get through that. Um, you can do counseling there as well. Also, they have a little table drawer. Might. The magical drawer. <laughs> the magical drawer <laughs> of free things. things. Yes. They've got free <laughs> band-aids, free condoms, um, free... Yeah, free cough drops, uh, free tampons. Like, they've got awesome stuff. Um, And then the Writing Center, I'm biased because I used to work there, but um, a lot of people don't know about it. It's in the Braithwaite building in the basement. If you're having a hard time with English, you can bring a paper. You pretty much control the session and just say, like, hey, this is what I want to work on. Um, Something I really love about them is their motto uh, is, we don't make better papers, we make better writers. So that's pretty neat. Um, and then lastly, we just have the PE building. Um, there's a lot of cool things to do in the PE building. Got the pool, the rock wall, uh, a gym. Like, it's a great way to escape physically for a little bit, get a little bit of a break. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, also, which you might have seen a man selling these things in the <laughs> library, starving <laughs> student cards are amazing. And yes. even though the boot, the people aren't there anymore, um, you can still get them at the register at the bookstore. And if you, I've, I've talked to many of you, you may not know who I am right now, but I've talked to many of you <laughs> and some of you politely and some unpolitely declined the invitation <laughs> to get the card. Now I'm not salty about that, but I'm just what? telling you as your friend and as a mentor looking out for my, for my homies out there. There's a man looking out for you. You <laughs> need the starving student card. It, it wasn't a scam. It's not a joke. Like you literally need it. Like it is the most amazing thing I've ever used on SEU. Like wow. you use it throughout Cedar Shoot. City, throughout St. George, tons of one. discounts. You don't have one? No. Oh my my brother, uh, my brother's best friend, they're both freshmen this year. And so his best friend and roommate got one and we went to McDonald's and you can get like a free like 10 piece nugget or yeah. whatever. So there's a $300 value yeah. worth of free items. So the card was only $25. So yeah. use it. Two, You're three basically times, stealing you $275. The rest of it is like there's like over 300 businesses in Cedar City and St. George that have multiple use and sometimes unlimited discounts for like restaurants. Yeah. Uh, like she was saying, like buy one, get one free meals, free stuff. Uh, there's retail, there's clothing, there's uh, campus discounts at the bookstore. There's like three different discounts you can get on apparel, memorabilia at the bookstore. All these things. This isn't a sales pitch. I'm just saying. The starving student card is amazing. <laughs> it is a resource for students. 
and it happens to be sold. It's an item that is sold, but and it is a resource. Sometimes, if you go to McDonald's late at night on a weekday and you get the lady who's a little grouchy, she won't stamp your card. And I know, give yeah. You chicken nuggets for free. You can just be like, times. you just kind of wave it by the window and they'll be like, oh, you good. Yeah, you good. Like, you you good. got it. Yeah, she was like, I don't care enough. It's fine. And let us go. And we were like, dope. It's pretty awesome. So, so there are that and so much more there's obviously the first year experience office yep. um the nest which has been mentioned yep those are super awesome the aces are in there all the time super helpful people yeah i uh, love the aces um just amazing this is an amazing campus super friendly um people are, are so willing to help and it's just a, a great place to be yeah so. for reals seu has been a fantastic home away from home you know absolutely i and it's i'm almost to the point where like if i meet somebody like out of town here mm-hmm. and they say like oh where are you from i'm like i'm like oh i'm from cedar city like you know i was raised I haven't gotten to that point yet, raised in moab awesome. but i mean this is like i'm that's coming dope. on my fourth year living in cedar yeah. city so it's like at this point it's like i've lived here long enough where i kind of feel like oh that's where my home is at because i literally like that's me and my wife we have our own little yeah. basement house and it's super nice yeah. so we're kind of settled in probably we moving after i graduate but it's still it's 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 made a very nice home for us yeah, here that's awesome that's awesome all right well tune in next week <laughs> i suppose <laughs> hit the play button that's on right. your laptop next week. to listen to us talk more about pop culture and whatnot life um this has been amanda and a man signing off <laughs>